Hi everyone, this is Alex Theodoro and you're listening to the Startup Sit Down. Hey everyone, Alex here from the Startup Sit Down. I'm super excited here to be joined by two of the smartest people I have met. I've only known them for a few weeks, yet they already feel like family. I'm joined with Chris and Dave from Wellist, and it's an amazing company. I'll let them describe it because I do not want to butcher it. So uh, hand it to you guys. Thanks guys for coming in and uh, being part of the podcast. Thanks for having us, and it's exceptionally generous of you, uh, maybe overstating the intelligence level, though. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, why don't we kick things off and uh, tell everyone a little bit about the story of Wellis, or maybe even how you guys connected to build up kind of to what uh, to what we have today. Yeah, sure, that's great. So so just so everyone can kind of identify the voices, so I'm Dave Sikowski. I'm the founder and CEO of Wellis. Uh, Chris Scavera, uh, head of product and engineering for Wells. There you go. Hopefully you can kind of keep track of that there. So, um, yeah, so the the motivation, uh, really a deep-seated thing for me, I think it goes way back uh, literally to, to when I was a kid. I grew up poor. I was on uh, welfare. My family used food stamps. So kind of from a social determinants of health standpoint, you know, we were pretty disadvantaged, didn't know about, you know, food, nutrition, uh, exercise, none of that kind of stuff. And uh, definitely we were, we were motivated uh, by family to focus on, uh, you know, being smart and doing well in school and that kind of stuff. So not even really an ambition for athletics or anything like that. Um, and so I, I struggled with childhood obesity uh, personally and, and lots of people in my family struggle with overweight and obesity too. Um, a little bit later on, I, I got into athletics and, and became passionate about uh, nutrition and activity and, and sports and those types of things and just took it upon myself to learn a bit about it as kind of a hobby not ever something I thought I would do uh, do for work um, but something I definitely had a passion for uh, you know went on to, to college um, you know did electrical engineering at the University of Illinois uh, you know, great time there left and, and went to work at Intel uh, you know helped make uh, CPUs and GPUs and software and all this kind of stuff for, for high performance computing uh, and eventually found my way to Apple to work on um, connectivity solutions and that kind of stuff there. So helping work the, the roadmap for everything that connects to everything in, in, you know, within the Apple ecosystem and, and other products. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of came to me after the Apple Watch came out that there, I didn't really love the way that Apple was specifically pursuing health. It didn't quite make sense to me that I wanted a little bit more. I, I, I wanted to do things that were a bit more prescriptive um, than I thought that they were were doing or were going to be willing to do. And just it kind of, I don't know, it, it got under my skin that I had this idea, you know, I was almost incepted that I had to that I had to do something different. And, and ultimately that gave me the motivation to, to leave and, and start a business um, like like what Wellist is. And I'll, I'll come to that in a second. Um, but you know, I had a deep need to do something about uh, about health and, and the kind of situation I had as a kid. And then actually, as we've been building the business, my mother passed away from non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Um, she had had elevated liver enzymes for about 20 years. Those results were largely ignored by her doctors because she was thin, you know, her, her BMI was low um, and she didn't drink alcohol. So they said, well, you know, the liver's funny. It does weird stuff sometimes, you know, um, there's nothing to really do here uh, until she developed uh, hypertension and type 2 diabetes. And within a short period of, of developing those secondary morbidities, she passed away. And then I just found out this morning, actually, that another one of my family members uh, has been diagnosed with the condition. So it's near and dear to my heart personally and, and within the family that um, overweight and obesity and those things are, are critical to solve. Um, and ultimately, that weight is not enough information. So Wells is here to, to kind of go further than, than that. That's incredible. No, that's amazing to so hear. That, yeah, kind of, the, kind of the motivation, you know, why do a health business? Why come from all that stuff to do this? And, and, and that, at least for me, and, I, and Chris has got a great story too. Hmm. I'll let him, let him tell here. And then if you like, uh, Alex, we'll talk a little bit about kind of what is Wellest now. You kind of get why we did it, but, but yeah. what, what, what is it? What have we made? So I'll let Chris kind let's, of talk about Let's it. talk. I want to hear the backstory first. I <laughs> sure. love the story behind this, and I love how you yeah. guys know each other too i think it's actually incredible but uh yeah take it away chris uh yeah so dave and i actually grew up together um we we've known each other for a long time decades <laughs> um 
but you know, we, we took slightly different career paths. Uh, always stayed in touch, you know, got together whenever we came back to, to town and whenever we could overlap, showed up for each other's big moments, uh, those type of things. Um, but I was on a, a separate path. I was living down in St. Louis at the time. Um, I was working in logistics, uh, applying technology to solve some really interesting uh, movement and storage problems. So really enjoyed what I was doing, um, but poured myself a bit too much into my career, I'd say at the time, you know, in hindsight. Uh, and that led to poor choices of diet, exercise, lifestyle. Um, and I actually was going through a divorce uh, at the same time. And, you know, I just gained a lot of weight, a lot of weight. Um, I was uncomfortable waking up. Like, you know, you, you want, you, you're like 30 years old and you want to feel good when you get up in the morning. And you're like, man, I hurt too much right now uh, for my age. And so I started going online. I was like, I got to change something. I got to, I got to do something different with my life. Um, I tried a couple of things I found online. They're all like the standard, like, okay, cut everything out of your diet, work out all the time, like stuff that just wasn't sustainable. I couldn't figure out how to work it in my routine. So I actually called Dave, because uh, Dave's been hacking his, his health, as I like to put it, uh, basically since we were in high school. Um, and, and I said, well, what, what can I do? What can I do that can fit in my schedule? He said, well, actually, got this idea. I got this thing I've been working. I got this spreadsheet. Um, let's it's run spreadsheets. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's run the start of all science. Yeah. 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 Medicine. <laughs> it all began with Excel. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so re realistically, I needed to lose like 50 pounds, like, and to get back on track. Uh, and he said, well, it's not just about weight. It matters about how you move, uh, you know, your body composition, getting some muscle in there. Uh, he said that the most important plan is one you can stick to, something sustainable. Uh, and so we, we went through and he said, okay, here's how we're going to calculate how much food you should be eating and how much activity would be ideal. Can you do that or can you not? Okay. And then we sort of bartered back and forth about what my schedule looked like. And he said, okay, that's not the idealized plan, but the best plan is the one that you can stick to. So let's go with that. And here's the modifications we're going to make uh, as a result of that. And so away I went and at the time it wasn't super adaptable. <laughs> so I ate the same thing every day because that's what was the easiest thing to do. And so I picked something I liked, I modified the recipe, yeah. I, I went at it uh, and I, I worked out at uh, Orange Theory. I, Dave wished I would throw around a little more weight, but yeah, you know, <laughs> there's a great community there oh, at, the, at the Elmhurst Orange Theory. Shout out to those folks. They're great. Uh, and, and I stuck with it and, uh, and it changed my life. Uh, I lost more than 50 pounds. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it didn't just lose weight. Like it redefined the way I thought about food, about exercise, about everything. Right. Uh, and, and I was like, man, we, we got to figure out how to take this thing and, and make it bigger. Uh, I don't want to overstep your other, cause I think, you know, obviously you, I think Chris is an amazing person regardless of, of what he, what he looks like and maybe how he felt at any given moment, but I felt like it changed your confidence. Maybe uh, you were pouring yourself in professionally, but I think it put you in an amazing position um, to push things in a different way in your career. Um, I thought it was, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that changed much about, about your relationships, but I think it just brought you a sense of peace and a sense of involvement and engagement um, in, in what you were doing in all aspects of your life. And I thought it brought you a lot of confidence yeah. and, and uh, uh, you know, it unlocked what was there. It unlocked a lot of ability. You weren't feeling held back by that stuff, but mm -hmm. free to pursue these cool different things you've done since then. Like, Oh, I'm going to run a marathon. Like that, that couldn't have happened before. And I just think it, it was cool to see that unlock a lot of stuff <clears throat> in you, I guess. Yeah. It really changed, uh, the way I was viewing how to live my life. I stopped hurting when I was waking up, and that, that that's, that's a good start. Yeah, yeah, that's a start. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. That started, simple pleasures, no pain no, upon no, waking it started, up. It started me thinking about like what could I do if I didn't hurt every day? Right. Well, I had always wanted to climb a mountain, right. uh, and so I set my sights on climbing Mount Rainier in Washington. Okay. I know nothing about mountain climbing. Sign up. Yeah, yeah. But I did it. I did it with one of my best friends. No prep. Uh, well, no, it did. 
I was running around at the gym. You know, okay, exactly. Gotcha. That, but I orange say. Theory. Yeah, exactly. So um, dare we say Orange Theory makes top tier athletes? No, I'm just joking. Uh, I don't Climbers. know if I would ever call myself a top tier athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. But, but they, Easy they, there, buddy. The, the resounding endorsement that I can give for that program is that it's sticky enough that the same people come back, mm-hmm. coaches and right. other clientele. Yeah. And you start to build a rhythm and a rapport with the community. Right. Uh, and that's what made it sticky. I didn't, I didn't go back particularly because I love the glow of like orange lights and like running on a treadmill, <laughs> like, and like whatever else I went back because I, I enjoyed the conversation and the community right. that was there. For sure. For sure. And I think, you know, just to kind of segue that, I think, you know, when we talk about community and, and fitness and, and kind of the, 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 the kind of the, the strength of that. And I think that's really what you guys are cultivating with Wellis. I'd love for you guys to kind of, you know, toss it your way and tell a little bit about what is Wellis. Yeah. So really simply, um, Wellis is kind of like GPS for health. Okay. Maybe the most elemental way I could talk about it. And Chris and I were talking about this today. The, you know, if, if you think about as the consumer, the user of this thing, right? If, if Weight Watchers was like an atlas, then Noom is kind of like MapQuest. Okay. And then Wellis is like the GPS in your car today, right? So it's like, here's the world of weight. And then here's like a plan that you could print off and you could, you know, you could try to follow um, uh, with some knowledge about kind of your situation. Mm-hmm. And then here is this thing that's like, I know right where you started. I know right where you're going. I'm going to give you the perfect plan given your lifestyle, right? Right. Given the the twists and the turns and the toll roads, if you will. Um, And then you're going to start driving, right? And stuff's going to happen because life happens, right? Mm. And, um, you know, a perfect example. Literally this morning, hey, we're coming in here. You know, we're doing tech stars together. And uh, we're coming and we're going to do a mentor's day. We're going to meet with a lot of great people today. And I'm running out of the house and I don't have time to have my, my breakfast. Okay, I'm supposed to have, you know, some eggs and some berries and my coffee. And it's all, you know, measured out, pre-planned. My whole plan is perfect. Right. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Right. I got to go to the office. I get here. One of the other guy's girlfriend, you know, sent him some donuts. And I'm like, man, I haven't had those donuts in a minute. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to have some. And so... Normally you say, oh, well, that's the, the end of a diet. You know, it's over. I lost. But, you know, with Wells, we just treat that like another detour. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a bump in the road. You take a left turn. Okay, reroute. Boom, I'm right back on. And so here, you know, in, literally in the product, hey, here's this meal. Here's the specific nutrition. Here's a recipe. Here's the ingredients. Here's exact quantities. of uh, All that stuff works. And it's just, I mean, it's magical. It's just, it's just perfectly aligned, completely automated. I don't have to do anything to get it that way. I gave it some data and, hey, out pops this thing. But then I look at that and I say, well, that didn't happen today. What I had was I had some donuts and I literally put that in there and then the AI goes, oh, okay. So you overate some energy, you underate some protein and fiber. What are we going to do? And all it does is in real time, it corrects for that. So it steals from other meals, the necessary, you know, the, the, the fat and the carbs, right? It takes from some of those. And then it says, hey, you need to get this protein and fiber somewhere else, pushes that off. And then, right. hey, we got to balance out this energy so that I stay on track to whatever I'm trying to do with my body composition. So I didn't have to think about getting the plan in the first place. I didn't have to think that hard about execution, mm-hmm. right? And I didn't have to think about how to change what I was going to do next. I just follow the directions, right? I just take the turns on the road of life as it comes to me. And, you know, that's just a completely different way of thinking about this stuff. It's ultimate flexibility. Right. Um, and it's also dynamic from what I've seen. Completely. Right? It's, it's completely like, you know, whereas like, you know, and, and I think we had this conversation initially, but for those listening in, just to kind of recap, uh, I've been a my fitness pal user from 2006. And now, uh, unfortunately, and fortunately, I've been, I've used it a lot. Uh, it's helped me bring an awareness and a mindfulness, but it's very static and it's very uh, constraining. And I think it's also very restrictive in the sense that, you know, you, you it changes your mentality about food, but more importantly, kind of the relationship you have with it too, uh, how you should eat, you know, it, it, it feels so restrictive. And while it did help me lose weight, 
Uh, unfortunately, I kind of went on this kind of pendulum swinging motion where I would come back and, you know, gain more muscle, but my composition would change, but then I would eat poorly again. And I tried to rationalize it with more exercise. And so like for me personally, coming from, you know, a heavier family, you know, Greek family, we love our food, yeah. <laughs> curse it being so tasty. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I think, you know, it's something that I've always had an appeal to. And I love that you guys are really modeling after the, the, the more human approach of managing your diet and understand having a, a connection to it, right? Whereas, you know, and I, and I really think this is kind of the beauty of it. Uh, not, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a bit of a fan of kind of the UI and all the beauty that you put into it, which uh, we'll talk about how you guys can get access to it as well after. But, um, but no, I think, I think it's definitely, it's, it's, it's elegant and simple. And I think some of the best problems that are solved are the ones where you always say, you know, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Right. And it's like, you guys have taken it and distilled it in such a way that I think is very powerful and, and, and useful to, to yeah. millions, if not billions of people. Yeah. And, and that story really resonates with me. I kind of glossed over it earlier, but when I was doing the, the internet phase right. uh, of my, my journey, I actually lost almost the same amount of weight. Then I took a job in Chicago and the moment that my life changed right. and like I moved, right. I had different constraints on my schedule, I regained it all. Right. And so that, that was when I called day. Right. And that's it. I had to go back through the journey yeah, again yeah. and try again. So like this idea of, of the staticness, the, yeah. the non-elasticity right. to your life and to your diet and to right. the things you care about and you love. Uh, those are definitely uh, parts of the story that resonate with me and I'm, things that, that we're glad are in the product right now those can come with some downsides too mm -hmm. uh, everybody thinks like okay i had a donut for breakfast that means i have to have like a like i have to have broccoli for right, dinner right, right. Uh, but what we wanted to do was be a little more understanding about the situation right so we we actually adapt your upcoming week to it wow and wow. the reality okay. is that you don't you don't get a, an equal and opposite reaction right. like you do in right. physics, right? right. Uh, yeah. You get a, a sort of a, a gentle yeah. peanut butter. Right. And it's a choice. You can also say, I'm willing to, to take it on the ETA, right? Oh, I'm yeah. willing to take one more day to my right. goal to not oh, trigger a binging you. and purging okay. cycle because we really want to be sensitive interesting. to that idea. So. Wow. Okay. A, yes, lot of, the, a lot of choice to, to that's the That's wild. Well. Yeah. I, I knew a little bit about that, but I think that really kind of crystallizes it for me because uh this yeah like i said it's 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 so elegant and i love it and i can't wait to see people using it and uh building up those well wellest warriors if you will along the way <laughs> i like that <laughs> yeah there's a couple of things i just wanted to riff on there i think they're really good that uh that, that alex you talked about and chris you talked about so you know um so alex and, and then chris's experience actually with kind of the yo-yo dieting right? right so i just want to talk about that for a second because it's like a really really important thing that i think people don't don't understand and if i could crystallize for people why um why yo-yo dieting happens um and then kind of help like understand why body composition is so key okay so the simple thing you need to know is this when you burn a pound of muscle from your body it yields about 600 to 800 calories okay when you burn a pound of fat in your body, it yields about 3,600 to 4,200 calories. Why is that so important? Okay, well, there's roughly about a 6x difference there. Right. All right, so keep that 6x in mind, all right? Now let's say, okay, I wanna lose weight as fast as possible. That's my goal. Okay, well, I wanna lose weight. I just wanna drop the scale, right? Okay, and I'm gonna go burn, let's say, 4,200 calories. I'm gonna restrict from myself, let's say 500 calories a day. And I hope to lose a pound of fat a week. Well, if my goal is to lose fat, I would lose a pound, right? If my goal is to lose weight, what would be the fastest way to do that? If I take behaviors that instead make me lose muscle and not fat, right? Because for every one pound of fat, I could lose the same energy difference results in six pounds of weight, right. muscle loss. Right. So what would I do if I was trying to lose weight, meaning I was trying to lose muscle? Well, I would have a higher, a highly calorie restricted diet. Right. 
I would have very low to no protein. I would eat largely carbohydrates. Okay. I would eat very low fat. I would do a ton of, a ton of cardio and I would do absolutely no resistance training. So does that sound like, mm, I don't know, every weight loss diet you've ever heard of? Or it's like, oh, all you need to do is run. And, yeah. and you can't eat too much protein because it makes you feel chubby. And you, and you, you don't want fiber because it's going to bloat your gut and it causes inflammation. And, and, and you don't want to lift weights because then you're going to get bulky. And <laughs> These words sound incorrect to people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I've done is I've just described to you the best possible way to lose weight. But the problem is when you do that and you lose weight rapidly this way, right. what you've done is you've reduced your basal metabolic rate. Mm -hmm. You've reduced your performance capability, your right. interest and ability to perform exercise, right. to drive that basal metabolic rate, and you have usually actually made your body composition worse, okay. which reduces your thermic effect of food, meaning the amount of energy that your body burns just to consume the food. Right. So now you might have dropped from, let's say, 10% thermic effect of food to 25%. That means of every calorie that you eat, you're going to hold on to 15 more percent of it. Right. So everything in your system has now been tuned towards regaining that weight. Right. And so a weight loss diet and the type of interventions I just talked about will actually produce a yo-yo diet and will produce the wow. fact that over time you will actually reduce body composition. You will make it worse. Right. You will actually make your health worse and you will ultimately end up much heavier than you ever were and create a hormonal system yeah. that is insurmountable to the task of improving health. That is what a focus on weight instead of body composition right. does. So, so tell a little bit of maybe about how, how people can or maybe how you guys are trying to break that negative cycle, that negative feedback loop which, you know, myself and I'm sure many people listening, uh, you know, also feel, uh, you know, kind of guilty of in some ways. So, you know, it, it's not guilt. No, it's not. Well, first of all, let's say it's not guilt. Okay. Okay. People want to think that this is somehow willpower or something mm -hmm. like that. Right. Oh, you didn't care. Enough. Right. But no, 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 no. Restricting food is really hard. Right. Doing lots of cardio and hard exercise is hard. Right. Not sleeping, but waking up in pain. These things are really hard. There is no guilt. No one's doing anything wrong. It's right. not some emotional or moral flaw. This is a lack of education. Okay. And this is even true of our doctors. You know, doctors receive something like 20 minutes of nutrition yeah. education in one class. You know, so, so we can't expect most of our, you know, clinical professionals to understand these things. And they're not taught this stuff, right? Nutritionists are, of course, but you know what? Somewhat few and far between. Relatively expensive. Hard to come by. And what passes as nutrition advice online does not come from a registered uh, uh, dietitian. Okay. So, so there is really this, this lack of education, but if you, if you think about what I said, what would you do that was wrong? We said, okay, well, let's, let's flip those things around. Right? So how would you build a, a program that would try to do it the right way? And we said, well, let's take a couple of principles. Number one, people want to eat food. It tastes good. We want to eat, we want to eat tasty it's, stuff. It's built into our culture. Well, yeah. It's built into our families. It's built into our, you know, Fill it in blank, right? So number one goal should be, well, hey, why don't we have the system to eat, you know, feed you as much food as we possibly could. Seems like a good goal, right? Okay. The next one is, yeah, although I love to be active, I don't want to be required to be active if I don't have to. I actually want to minimize the amount of required activity because that leaves me time, focus on my career, focus on my family, my friends, these other things. Now, I might choose to be active with them. I may have a a sports goal or other thing ambition that I have, but actually we want to reduce the amount of required activity. So we should try to minimize that. Right? And then of course we want to maximize flexibility, the ability to then do more or less of either of those things and yet still be able to achieve a level of target net energy balance to over time move us from a, a place of worse health to one of better health. Okay. And so what we said was, all right, well, when we look at body composition, what's the thing that drives up metabolism? Well, higher lean body mass. So can we help people through resistance training to gain lean body mass? Yes, we can. Well, how much? And you go look at the CDC, the WHO, and the different recommendations that are being done at a worldwide health organization type level, and they're telling you how much we need. 
And so we say, okay, well, there's a safe baseline. Everyone should be able to accomplish that. Then we go deeper into the research and we say, okay, well, as people progress, become more fit and more muscular so that we can be flexible from a general health to like an athlete, right? How would you progress from less exercise to more? And so we can now take someone in who's got very little muscle mass and bring them to a point where they have a healthy level, reducing their risk for sarcopenia and osteoporosis as they age, giving them greater performance, superior aesthetics. And, uh, and, and, and then you could look, um, sorry, at uh, then, okay, so if that's the first thing you do, well, then how do we feed you to support that? Okay. And there's a certain amount of energy, there's a certain amount of protein, there's a certain amount of, et cetera. So there's a certain amount of things you're going to do to support that. Right. And then finally, well, was there still some extra energy that we wanted to burn off because we'd like to reduce body fat percentage where we can then help people reduce risk for things like type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's, various cancers, um, you know, kidney disease, you know, et cetera, right? All these uh, metabolic disease conditions. And so there we say, okay, well, you may need some additional fat burning activity. And so when we're really the only product in the world that focuses on the type of activity, the periodicity of that activity, the intensity of that activity, when you should do those things, how that's related to, let's say, your sleep, your circadian rhythm, and then when and how should you eat juxtaposed with all of that, and then keep it in harmony so that you don't have that situation we talked about. So now we're trying to lose just fat. Right. We're trying to gain just muscle. Right. And you may have this beautiful thing that happens with a lot of people who are new to Wellis or new to this type of a protocol right. where they have, you'll hear the word recomposition. Their weight stays the same mm -hmm. magically, but they're losing fat and they're gaining muscle. And so the scale is maybe not going to tell the whole story. Right. Exactly. And that's okay. And people think that it isn't, but it's beautiful. That's a perfect situation right. where literally you're liquidating, if you will, these stored assets of energy and fat, and you're helping to turn that through exercise and proper diet into more muscle mass and, and greater ability. Right. But you do see, even though the scale may not move, your circumference, yeah. your waist is going to, you're going to start having differences in the way that your clothes fit. You know? um, and so there is a real overall energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way um, attitudes, uh, sleep, quality of sleep. I think there's a lot of a world of differences. And I mean, I hate to say it, but like being in Texas and, and just for those listening and we're actually live from Fort Worth, Texas right now. It is beautiful. It is hot. And I love it. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Didn't mean to make you choke on your drink. But uh, it, it is, it's fantastic. We're loving it here. And we're part of the Techstars Fort Worth Accelerator, a part of the inaugural program. So we are, uh, you know, paving the way for the uh, next wave of uh, entrepreneurs here in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth area. But, uh, you know, kind of to that point, you know, I think there's, you know, uh, you know, just to kind of echo what you guys are saying. I've never, I thought I was going to come here and I was going to be like, oh God, I'm going to gain so much weight. The food is good. It is plentiful and it is cheap. Um, and, uh, and there is no shortage of the all you can eat, uh, having dabbled in a few in the last few weeks. But what I'm trying to say is being here and being with you guys, you know, and, and I felt like, you know, I, I have more an attention to myself kind of building better habits into my routine. And now through being educated, as you mentioned, you know, being able to dial those in a bit more to kind of get to those goals that I'm really aiming for, right? Because I think if we're here, there's, it's not like we have a shortage of willpower or persistence oh. or tenacity. You wouldn't be starting a company if you don't have those things. Yeah. So it's just about, like you said, education, awareness, and, and, and yeah, just advocacy, I think, overall. But sorry, go no, on. No, just say, you know, as you're talking about this abundance, 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 Dave always has a way of talking about, like, the, the problem that we're facing as a societal uh, level with metabolic disease is, is a, it's a crime of abundance. Food is so plentiful, right? And it's, it's available everywhere. It's, it's very, very accessible. Um, and, it, and it makes it challenging when you can have whatever you want, whenever you want. Uh, and the cheap food uh, in particular uh, is often tuned towards carbohydrates, things that are, are cheap to produce as well or very shelf stable. Mm -hmm. um, and so you, you can end up with an unbalanced diet. Right. Ultimately, we'd like Wellis to make it as easy to be healthy as it is to be unhealthy. Uh, and that's that's the big mission. Uh, that starts with, for each person, 
um, looking at your body composition for your demographics and uh, age and you know, all those type of things. So we have what's called the Wellis zone, and we identify that for each individual user based on your demographics, uh, and uh, that'll change over time, right? As you age, as you move through life. Uh, but for any given point, it's, it's relatively stable. And so we look at that as a uh, body fat percentage and a muscularity, and that will say, okay, as long as you're within this range, reduce r risk of um, all those diseases Dave was talking about, uh, cardiovascular, um, metabolic, you name it, type two diabetes, uh, based on all the research. So then we try to drop a pin of where you currently are using right. your measurements. And then we draw you that path to take you there. Uh, Dave, you want to elaborate any? Well, yeah, I mean, let's, yeah, we can talk about that for just a second. I think the, you know, the, the reason we like the Wellis zone, concept okay so it is highly illustrative of um this idea of you know what's within weight so i'll give you this concept kind of like grid it out in your brain right imagine if you will a sumo wrestler world-class athlete right amazingly strong right um you know huge huge individuals um you know they're flexible they're capable they have all these they're they can do athletic feats they can move another 400 pound man you know like it's amazing it's amazing what they can do but very uh they, they carry a lot of body fat right right and so that person will likely not suffer from issues of low muscularity but they will suffer from issues of high body fat and so now if i were to take that person and make them quite lean now you can imagine well that's kind of like a, a professional bodybuilder or a power lifter or a, you know an nfl athlete or something like that right extremely high level of muscularity but also relatively low leanness um, now, often they, they struggle with the injuries that come with the, the high level of exercise and, and those types of things that they need to do. So there's some risks associated with being that athletic, if you will, right? Um, but obviously wonderful for general health, but hey, then comes the, the injuries, the overuse and those types of things with being that, you know, let's say hardcore, if right, you will. Right, right. And then, you know, if I slide along the bottom there, I say, well, what if I take someone that's equally lean, they have a six pack, but they don't have a lot of muscle. Well, what does that look like? Well, that's kind of like a, um, you know, a, a fashion model, if you think about it, right? Six pack, but relatively, yeah. you know, thin throughout, just kind right. of a slight frame and everything, right? And now if you think about, well, what are most people, at least in the United States and, and starting to be the world over, sadly, look like is they kind of look like that other corner, that other quadrant, right? Relatively low muscle mass, but high body fat percentage. Right. And kind of the center, if you will, of all of that is enough muscle, low enough body fat percentage, where it becomes a sustainable lifestyle, mm. right? It's moving people from that upper <clears throat> left hand, it is quadrant in right. the grid, if you will, towards being kind of that professional athlete. Now, not everyone has to go there. Right. Not everyone has to work out that much or eat that perfect or any of those things, but it's about creating some of those sustainable behaviors and make it a lifestyle to move us, if you will, down into the right, into that wellest zone. And so it's about figuring out, well, where is each person as you come in on this grid? Where are you right now? And where's the right position for you to be? And what's the minimum, if you will, like I talked about the most food, the least activity, all of those things that you can do to find yourself in that great position. And if you can maintain that over a lifetime, you're going to find, we say this quite a bit, but you're going to find that your, uh, your health span is going to approach your lifespan. Right. So you're going to be um, healthy and capable, um, active, you know, until your dying day. And that's a much better way, we believe, to live now and in the future. And, and that might mean different things to different people. Right. That might mean just walking up the stairs without feeling a bunch of pain. Right. Might mean chasing your grandkids around. Right. Uh, it might mean climbing a mountain, yeah. running a marathon, uh, whatever you want your body to be capable of. Uh, and it's it's. Yeah setting it up for success right and, and i think you guys said it beautifully you know the health span and lifespan you know as a, you know as, as is kind of its own kind of uh, perspective and i love it i think it's a beautiful way of put, putting it and i never even thought about it that way uh, but i think what would be awesome also to talk about is you guys have had some really exciting stories of you know kind of people using wellest and people mm -hmm. kind of seeing the success and actually embodying 
these yeah. outcomes. So why don't we talk a little bit about kind of, you know, and shine a little spotlight on some of the real awesome success stories that you've seen that really did kind of validate not only what you're doing, but why it matters. Yeah, you want me to? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, it's really fascinating, right? We, there's some immediate things that, we, that we've had customers tell us that they notice, right? Just, um, you know, the first week, uh, we've had a number of people come and say, you know, it's the strangest thing, you know, eating this way, I, I'm eating a lot of food. Is that normal? Am I supposed to be eating so much? I feel like I'm really eating. And we said, well, you know what? Look, when you when you eat a diet like this, when you eat a high satiety diet, there's a lot of volume, right? There's a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables and and you know and lean meats, and there's plenty of carbohydrate sources, and there's there's those types of things. And so you start off saying, well, am I even dieting? Like yeah. this is like you know what what what's going on with this? And then you say, well, gosh, I'm doing maybe a lot of walking. You know, the, the, you know, if you're reasonably overweight, the platform would prescribe the type of fat burning activity and say, you know, gosh, I'm doing a lot of walking and I'm outside in the morning, I'm getting some sun and just my disposition is different, right? Just feel differently. Like, well, good. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So the immediate, the acute response can be like, gosh, I'm full and I'm feeling pretty good about things. Right. And the first week you might find that you actually might weigh a little bit more because you're eating maybe more food than you were before and more filling foods and you're getting your water and you're, you know, maybe you're, you've begun uh, starting to do, let's say an orange theory or something where maybe you're getting back in the gym right. and you're creating actually an acute response of your body to actually store some more water. So almost unlike a low carbohydrate or ketogenic diet where there's this push of like flushing water out of the system, because you're doing these acute things, eating more food volume, being more active and doing this stuff, you might actually find that your weight doesn't move right away. And that's okay, right? Because you're, you're, you're coming in, you're saying, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling full. I have energy. This is unlike any diet. What is this diet, right? What is this thing? And that's the point is it's, it's not really a diet. So it starts hearing that type of response from people, which we, which we love to hear. And then what you find over time is you start to hear some stories about the development of more capability feeling feeling more capable what they're doing in the gym feeling stronger setting prs those types of things which are obviously really exciting and motivating folks who then you know as they settle into the diet and some of those acute short-term responses occur you start to see the progression of the system they begin to lose uh they begin to lose quote unquote weight but it takes a little while I mean, i'll give you a fascinating example I kind of two bookended ones that i love that i love talking about they're so these are awesome yeah they're so they dissimilar really show the spectrum yeah which, show, which shows i think the value of doing it the, the way we have so we had a, a woman come in she was um she was obese um i think she weighed about 220 pounds or so um she wasn't uh, happy with where she was uh you know she i think she was in college and so she was you know, going through what a lot of us go through <laughs> in school all that stress all that stuff going on and maybe for the first time being on our own and being responsible for our own food and thinking through those choices and it was difficult and she sat down and she said david you know, said, it's so weird some of the the recipes i'm getting it's like i i never ate mushrooms before but i'm eating a lot of mushrooms i never really ate eggs before but i eating a lot of those and i'm eating a lot of fruits and vegetables I, we don't eat fruits and vegetables you know in my household necessarily and i said well you know are you feeling full she said yeah i said well you know is it okay she's like it's new it's different, but it's good. And I said, hey, just so you know, there's a lot of flexibility. All that flexibility we talked about. I'm like, you can eat other stuff if you want to. She said, you know what? I'm learning something really valuable here. This is a different way of like thinking and approaching this stuff. And I, and I kind of like it. I'm going to stick with it. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to follow along. And in six weeks, she lost, if I remember the numbers correctly, she gained five pounds of muscle. And she lost, I think, 17 pounds of fat. Oh. And so what's fascinating is she only lost, only lost 12 pounds net of, a net of weight. And yet total transformation right. felt completely different, completely new attitude and behaviors sure. about these things yeah. and was more capable and had a higher metabolism. And she's, so she's not set up to yo-yo diet, right? Because, because she made a gain in muscle instead of a loss. Right. And so what's fascinating is in her example, that was, that, that represented 14% of her body fat is what she lost in that six wow. weeks, which is amazing. Wow. And what I think is, is almost coincidental. It's really fascinating. Then we had another uh, guy that we worked with, um, a coach. He's a, he's one of the world's leading power lifters and he was going into a powerlifting competition. And he said, you know, I'm always looking for ways to be more efficient in how I do that. Right. Cause naturally when you come into a competition, that's a weight class based sport like that, you're going to lose some muscle. 
right? So it's like, how do I maintain strength from the off season coming into this competition? Because I have to lose fat and I have to manipulate my water to make weight and to, to get into the class. And he said, you know, it's so fascinating because using wellness that I've been able to keep a much more consistent diet day to day. It's helping me really leverage the fact that I'm tracking everything. I'm tracking all of my activity and that kind of stuff to actually eat more. And I'm finding less of these kind of not binge and purge, but more like high and low day cycles. I don't need to do that anymore because I'm not getting hungry. I'm not feeling like, oh, I'm getting behind on training. I'm feeling run down. He's like, I'm just training well every day and I'm just eating this more consistent way. And he goes, it's honestly been the easiest contest prep I've ever had. And in seven weeks of prep, um, he actually gained a pound of muscle, which is insane because I mean, the guy's, you know, top level app is amazing performer, right. right? To gain anything going through a cut is amazing. And he lost uh, 1% of body fat and all of the weight that he lost. And obviously was, he actually lost some weight, but he lost it from that, that combination. And what's so interesting, although that sounds like such a minor thing to most folks, that also represents 14% of his body fat. So it's just this interesting coincidence, right? I mean, there's nothing, there's no reason that that should happen, but both of them lost 14% of their body fat, right? Completely different situation, completely different people living it a totally different way, right? He was tracking everything down to the gram and to the, to the minute of exercise, and she didn't have to do that. But both of them got an amazing result that was kind of tuned to who they were, the situation they were in, and what they were trying to accomplish. And I think that's just the beauty of our platform and something you know, as I mentioned, like, you know, my fitness pal is a way for you to track things, right? Which is amazing. That's wonderful. I will love that. But why would you want to just track when for the same price you can have coaching and planning and accountability and, and all of the same sort of tools like a barcode scanner? I mean, sure, we have that too, right? Yeah. So it's like for the same price, like why wouldn't you want, you know, all of that other stuff and actually be told what to do and yet not be told to restrict not be told to eliminate, but rather to embrace the flexibility. Right. And yet we still got your back. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's absolutely incredible. I'm still in awe of uh, what you guys were able to accomplish and, uh, and kind of the impact that it has uh, to many, many people around the world. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'd love to kind of, you know, we know kind of where it started. We know what it is. Uh, I'd love to talk about where it's going. So um, maybe tell a little bit about, you know, where, what is the big picture plans? I know that we, we talked in passing a little bit about, you know, kind of the, uh, the five-year goal, the big picture vision. So maybe kind of like paint that picture for us as to how you're going to reach more people, how you will kind of get this in the hands of more people and how can you make more informed kind of food choices using Wellness? Yeah. I mean, I'm the eternal optimist. So I'm going to give you like a super utopian answer, right? Like, <laughs> Please. Uh, and then I'll let Dave ground it in like actual, like, what can we do in the next five years? Really? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so for me, I mean, I think about Wallace and I, I think about my personal experience. Like, uh, how do you, how do you bring that to people? How do you, how do you take the anxiety and change the conversation around? weight management and take all the stigmas away and be able to eat the things that you like and not demonize foods and be able to move the way that you want to move right and literally put that in everyone's hands right like like i said utopian right it, there, there are practical limits to these type of things but um that's that's i mean if if we could get wellest in everyone's hands so that way everyone could live the life that they wanted to live uh stress-free uh without restriction um, that's, that's exciting to me. And so now I'll let Dave actually like ground that in actuality and reality. Well, and, no, and, and all those no, no, I think, you know, what, what Chris does, I think he's really appealing to how we all feel. Right. Um, let me kind of turn that into a product. Okay. If we will. So there, there's two things that we're, that we're kind of thinking about. Look, ultimately what we have now, and I think what we envision in the, the far flung future is that experience that puts the consumer, the individual person, into the center of their health world, right? Um, if you look at your phone and you look at your home screen and you say, which app, you know, which, which platform, which thing do I interact with every day that represents my health? And there just isn't one, you know? There's, there is, um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of social networks. There's a bunch of ways to shop. There's your browser, you know, your access to the internet. 
Um, you know, there's the there's maybe all the different streaming services. There's a lot of different ways to do these things. And these are some of the apps that maybe show up on your home screen. But if I had to ask people, like, what's the thing that, like, what does health for you? What's that? What is that company? What's that application, if you will? Um, what's your go-to? And I'll, I'll be honest, I've looked at a bunch of people's home screens in, in my former life, you know, working at Apple, and uh, and I haven't seen one. And I think there's there's that gap, there's that opportunity. And, and Chris kind of hit on it. He, he said a thing we, we say often, which is the goal ultimately is to make it easier to be healthy than to be unhealthy. And by that, what we mean is it's really easy to eat McDonald's. Tastes good, inexpensive, fast, very easy to get. And so you might ask the question, is it possible to be healthy while eating McDonald's? And the answer is yes, but it has to be in balance. In balance of what, right? And in balance of, of getting the right nutrition, macro and micronutrition, balancing it with activity, doing it at the right time, doing it in a way that's sensitive to who you are and where you are in your health journey. And so ultimately the, the ability, if you can imagine it in a far flung future to walk into a McDonald's, it's geotagged and your phone pops up and it's Wellist and it says, Hey, did you know that, uh, you, given your restrictions, given your preferences, given what you've eaten recently, given your budget, uh, the right thing to get is the number two with an extra patty, no cheese, no, you know, a uh, half Mayo, uh, but make sure you get, you know, these toppings that you like. And Oh, by the way, you can have a small fry and a diet Coke. And that that fits automatically in your plan and it just and it just tracks and it's amazing and it's automatic and you didn't have to do anything that's the that's it that's the dream you know what i mean that that's that's absolutely a possibility for us and for for our customers in the future um that's i think where where we ultimately want to end up in terms of where we go now or right now uh on the road there you know it's available it's on if you have a an iphone or an ipad it's on the app store today download it check it out um, give us feedback, right? You know, you've heard the vision, you've heard the why, you've heard those things. Um, you've heard about the, the tools and the resources and the capabilities that it, that it has and it promises. Um, and we love your feedback on, you know, did you see those things? Did it, did, it, did it work for you? What was missing? How could we make it better? How could we make it even easier? Um, so we want that stuff today um, from, from consumers. And then the other thing I'll add is <clears throat> once things have become a, a medical or clinical issue or you actually are an athlete and you have a coach or something like that, right? If you have the money, the time, the inclination, or the need to be working with an expert, Wellist is really unique in that it can work with that expert coach or clinician um, in a very unique way. So our AI is not only available for consumers, but it's actually reprogrammable by experts. And so, you know, the coach of a team might want a certain kind of protocol for their athletes. A nutritionist might have some extra information about something going on with a patient. Uh, a weight loss clinic may know about a, a new drug intervention that's available and, and works in conjunction with a specialized diet. And so we have the ability to work with those folks to make an even more precise and dynamically optimized plan for their clientele. And we're really excited um, actually through Techstars to be working with some amazing folks in those spaces um, to, to use Wellist to increase compliance, to generate evidence for them and help their patients be even better. And we know that through that experience of working with consumers directly and working with these experts, we can make a, a truly one in the world, you know, one of one kind of platform for health uh, towards that vision we're ultimately talking about. We're excited about those opportunities. Amazing. That's absolutely incredible. So uh, I think that that is absolutely incredible. I love it. I, and I, I, I think what I'd like to also say is just how can people get in touch with you? How can people find out more? Uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, is there a price? Is it where, where can it be yeah. accessible? Let the people know. Yeah. So today uh, we have an iPhone application available on the App Store today. Uh, it works on iPhones and iPads. Um, uh, we had someone go, we had someone go buy an iPhone, even though they're an Android user, just to use Wellist. So, um, you know, we, 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 we definitely appreciate that support. Um, so that's available. That's where it is available today. Obviously, eventually we'll, we'll have plans for, for an Android and for a web app version. If those are exciting or interesting to you, please do. Uh, reach out via the website, hit me up on Twitter, um, you know, hit us up and, and ask for those things. Feel free to interact with our public roadmap that's available um, uh, 
online as well. Um, we're definitely looking for, for feedback on the product, on our plans, on, on how it works for you, that type of thing. We offer a two-week free trial. Um, that's actually the longest free trial of anyone in the industry. We do that specifically because we want people to really experience the progression and, and how dynamic it is and see how it can interact with their life and make it more of a long-term commitment. Um, it's not about some short-term diet, if you will. And then after that, as I mentioned, it's 1999 uh, US dollars um, uh, exactly aligned actually purposefully to the, the MyFitnessPal premium price. And we hope that there are folks out there who, who love that product, um, who want to take those same sort of capabilities, but they're ready to take it to the next level. And we're really excited to work with folks that are that are motivated and excited to go to the next level with their health uh, tracking, planning, and coaching. Awesome. And maybe tell uh, tell them. Do you have any socials? Any you said Twitter? Like what? what yeah, you, you'll find you'll find the me, handle. Yeah, you'll find me being um, ridiculous and pithy on on Twitter. Um, myself personally, uh, my views do not represent the company necessarily, but I will try to keep it fun, <laughs> fun and light. Legal disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the legal. Um, uh, fun and light on there, um, and it's at uh, Dave Sikowski, uh, literally just my name, so you'll be able to find me there. Um, we're spinning up uh, an Instagram for the for the company. Um, the stuff we have there is, uh, you know, I think kind of speaking about our, I guess the soul of it, right? Like motivation, aspiration, support, uh, wanting to be there for people, and we'll be bringing, I think, some more educational content, some how tos, and and ways that you can access and utilize the product to actually help you solve the problems you're having. So we'll bring some more educational content soon. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you'll find a lot of new news coming out about us on, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Right. So come and follow uh, at Bellist Inc. at all of the different social areas. Um, we hope to give a lot of education, hopefully some entertainment. Um, and uh, we're really excited to have people follow along with the journey. Amazing. Amazing. Well, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Do you want to add? You have any uh, handles or anything people can find you at, or, uh, uh, or is no, it going to be all lumped into the Wellness category? Right. The, the only personal place I'm active on on the web is you can find me uh, on Instagram uh, at Chris at Wellness, uh, and I hopefully will throw a couple links up there for us, make it easy. We'll do. For folks we'll to do. Find us. Make it nice and uh, easy. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect, guys. Well, thank you so much for everything. This was super, super uh, amazing to hear, uh, and I think it's definitely something that will change the lives. Uh, so many people, uh, and I love the flexibility, the versatility, uh, and the future of where you guys are going. And I have no doubt in my mind it's going to be incredible. So thank you guys again, and thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Alex.